Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh dear viewers thank you for joining us today on our fifth episode of the Rafa the round table and today we have our podcast titled world war three a bit of a catchy title a little controversial but that's what's been uh, that's what's been um, trending on twitter everyone woke up uh, a few days ago with that tweeting uh, with that uh, hashtag as the number one trending hashtag so people are obviously uh, thinking about this and very worried about what's hap been happening recently. We have, uh, of course, the uh, the uh, apologies. We have the um, the responsible move of the American government, the uh, reckless move, uh, of course, with the uh, with the killing uh, of uh, Soleimani. But before I do go into that, I'll just introduce my guests again. Here on my right, I have uh, Ahmed Shakuri. Salam alaikum, brother. Thank you for joining us today. We have on our left here David uh, from France. How are you doing, brother? Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. We do have as well uh, Sayyid Mehdi, who's with us, and he'll be with us shortly uh, in any second, actually. But uh, today's topic, of course, so we, we're talking about this this situation, very relevant, very important uh, topic. And uh, before I um, open the topic here, I do want to bring up one interesting thing, which, um, which when this occurred, it, it struck me or it reminded me of something called a doomsday clock. Uh, or the Doomsday Clock, which is a um, a clock published by um, an, acad an academic journal titled Bulletin of the Atomic uh, Scientists. It's a journal that's been publishing since 1947, quite an old academic journal. All it's right. quite known culturally. I'm not sure if you brothers have heard of it. The Doomsday Clock is a, is a, it's a symbolic clock. Uh, it's not a real clock. It's a symbolic clock which is counting down um, to midnight. And the closer the clock is to midnight, the more um, likely or the bigger risk this journal is claiming that we are to an atomic bomb going off. Basically, World right. War III, you could say. Mm. Um, this clock's been, um, the, 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 the journal's been publishing since 1947, but the, the atomic clock's been since 1991. And the first uh, edition of this clock was in 1991, published uh, 17 minutes to midnight. Um, so again, I said closer to midnight, the, the, the closer to midnight, the more likely they view it, they see it as um, as an atomic bomb will, will go off. So the more hectic the political situation will be, the more tension there is, the, the closer the clock will be to midnight. And from 1991 to 2001, the clock went from 17 minutes to seven minutes to, to midnight. A, a ten minute uh, increase I, within that period, you know, each year them publishing a new a new uh, time. It went from seven minutes. Edition was two minutes to midnight. Very close to midnight. This is this is this is. I wonder what that will be, I and mean, that's just something interesting uh, because, of course, the situation is very hectic. It's been very tense in the in the Gulf region for quite a while. But going into the main topic, and and I do want to say hello to uh, Sayyid Mahdi. Salam alaikum, Sayyid. Thanks for joining us. How is everything? May Allah bless you. So, um, 
yeah, we have this situation. We have, of course, um, on the 3rd um, of January, as well as uh, Abdul Mahdi Al-Muhandis and a few others, I believe, uh, Abu Mahdi. Chief of the Popular Mobilization Committee. Uh, killed by a drone strike at his uh, or in his convoy near Baghdad International Airport via Trump's orders. Also, he says that he ordered this to happen. Yeah. Uh, as I said before, of course, very reckless. Um, I can't. I don't think anyone's supporting him, other than hardliner nationalists in America. Um, on such a silly, uh, uh, a risky um, maneuver. Yeah. Uh, he was identified initially by the ring on his finger. That's what I, I saw at least. Yeah, that's this picture with his ring. Yeah. We don't know exactly if, the, if it's a true picture or not. Yeah. yeah. We are not sure that seems. Uh, that's what the news was saying, the spreading, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. This, this picture with his hand and, and the dirt with this ring. But I think they've done DNA testing, or, or it was officially announced either way. Um, and that led up to the, you know, the situation we find ourselves in now. Um, can somebody give us a timeline? Because maybe some viewers aren't too filled in on exactly why we find ourselves in this position. There were a few key events, sort of a trigger domino effect. Um, uh, um, I don't know if David remembers the first kind of one that, that, um, that triggered this to happen. Uh, the, the first thing was the, the Americans, they make an attack on a base. On the, uh, yes, yes, the hmm. air base. Of a pro-Iran militia, the K the K one airbase, yeah, yeah. So they killed twenty five people. It was the first step, I think. Um, no, there is uh, before that. There is uh, what's happening exactly before. I, I think you're referring to when uh, you're you're referring to the U.S. airstrike against yeah, yeah. the the Kataib uh, Hezbollah uh, position in uh, in Iraq and Syria, um, which killed which killed twenty five wounded yeah, uh, yeah. killed twenty five and wounded fifty five. Yeah, exactly. But, but why? What, why were U.S. saying that they that they attacked um, that they carried out this airstrike? From what from what I remember, they it was because allegedly the um, there was a, a civilian American civilian contractor killed during the K one airbase attack in Kirkuk. If I'm if I'm pronouncing that correctly, yeah. Sayed. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So there was an American civilian contractor killed. I, but that who you know. Can that really be the reason? You know, that's debatable. That's what they're claiming, as well as some other attacks that occurred. But following following the 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 um, the airstrike, so then you have the U.S. you have the U.S. airstrike, 29th of December, uh, 2019. You have U.S. airstrike um, uh, attacking um, the uh, Iranian-backed uh, Kataib Hezbollah um, position in Iraq, uh, Iraq and Syria. That's with the 25 killed and 55 wounded. That was followed up on the 31st of December. Where the Kataib Hezbollah militiamen attacked U.S. the the U.S. embassy yeah. in the in the area which America refers to as the green zone, yes, so or it's the, the central of uh, Baghdad, actually, yeah, or the, or the international zone, where, where, however you would like to refer it to. I, I did read as well that there was graffiti on the U.S. embassy saying uh, Qasem Soleimani is our leader. I don't know if I didn't I didn't verify if that was the case or not. I didn't Maybe. see any pictures of it, but apparently on the U.S. embassy they graffitied. Yeah. Did you hear this? Thing? I, did, I didn't see it. Qasem Soleimani is our leader. I don't know if that's some type of propaganda to, to justify things that happened, but at least we know it was the Kataab Hezbollah uh, militiamen. And then, of course, that, that comes to the 3rd of January when uh, the world was shocked by the assassination of um, Soleimani, uh, Soleimani, sorry. Soleimani, yes. And Abu Mahdi, uh, Mahdi al-Muhandisi and a few others that are with him from Hashtag Jabi.
who can can we can we speak a bit about who Qasim Soleimani is? Um, why is he so important? What's his um, what's his role? What's his, what has his role been in that region? Mm. And why has there been such a fuss about him being killed more than, for example, Abu, Abu Mahdi al Muhandisi? David, you want to chime in on that? Yeah, he was the leader of the Al Quds Brigade, which is the a force from Iran. He was very high in rank in the Iranian Iranian regime. He was the second one after Khamenei. Mm. The second important one is the mm. Soleimani after him. He was famous since a very long time in Iran. Actually, if you go to the country, you will see his picture everywhere. Mm. Uh, he's very well famous. Uh, was that was that Al Quds? You said, yeah, just yeah, to make it yeah, make it clear. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah. He, he was famous because he started do the war against Iraq in the eighties. The Iraq Iran war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he done that and he done a lot of stuff and he was very famous recently because he defeat. Let's say uh, he, he was working of the defeat of Daesh and uh, Al Nusra and all of this stuff in, uh, yeah. in Iraq and Syria. That's why he's very he was very very famous. Yeah, and. It was very shocking to see uh, the USA they target someone uh, like that, high profile person yeah, to that profile, level. Yeah. They they say he, I mean, he's he's known for basically, or from what I've understood, he's like the architect for Iran's shadow warfare that they yeah. carry out within that region, within their it's you know plans Iraq. for yeah military expansion in the Middle East and whatnot. Mm. He's a strategist or whatnot, the one who's masterminded various things. So he's he's had he's he's someone who's very important for the Iranian regime. And has become someone who's symbolized. You always see those videos. He's like, he's basically got celebrity culture. If he you was, see, he was second in command after Khamenei, mm. Soleimani. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any negotiations you do in that region, yeah. Yeah. for the Americans to do in that region, they have to go through him. Yeah, and and um, he he was like a, he was like a celebrity basically. I remember I was seeing yeah. some videos when he, he walks any place he walks through. There's like crowds around him, people. Wanting to speak to him and whatnot, he really had that celebrity culture. But we'll talk about our views in terms of you know where we stand, um, um where we stand exactly. Um, and I will mention quickly to the um to the YouTube chat. If you do have any questions, please do throw them in. We'll be trying to take a few. Um, it won't be like our last podcast where we were you know had a, an open Q and A where we focused with the questions. But if there's anything interesting, we'll take in. If I can request Ahmed to keep an eye on the YouTube chat, if you don't mind, brother. Sure. Okay, so. That's who um, Qasem Soleimani is, um, and of course, there's a lot of history that one can go into and what he's done, how he raised up during the uh, Iraq-Iran war, why so and whatnot. But we won't be going into that much detail. Um, a question that came through uh, from one of the viewers um, before um, uh, the podcast was about the Iraqi government, and this actually came in um, the day we announced the um, the podcast. Um, they are the question in general, if I can recall it. I haven't. Um, Got it right now with me. It's where is the uh, where is the Iraqi government in all this? And of course, at, at the time, there wasn't any reaction yet from the Iraqi government. And I think there had been from other um, parties. So, has the Iraqi government said anything? Done anything? Where is where did the Iraqi government stand on this? I mean, from uh, from what I heard today, I think yeah, it was, today, on, yeah, it was on the BBC. Um, yeah. Apparently, the this morning. Yeah, apparently the parliament. <laughs> I uh, think this the evening. Iraqi parliament. Uh, in the evening, yeah. Yeah, in the evening, they voted for the American troops to to leave Iraq. Yeah. To be honest, in my opinion, I think it's a good call, and I think um, the Iraqi government can hit two birds with one stone and mm. get rid of get rid of the militias that support Iran, mm. and telling them, okay, it's time for you to to hand in your weapons to the government. 
mm. and also tell the Americans leave, and then you know you'll you'll get rid of the whole issue. And you know if they want to continue their war and their mess, they can take mm. it elsewhere, well, and you could save a lot of lives mm. by doing this. But the problem is, if the Iraqi government now turns around and just tells the Americans to leave. Mm. And also, you know, and just leave Iran. How you know things are all great and lovely, lovely mm. with them. Um, it's not. I don't. I don't think it's going to go very. But David, well. you were telling me they they were leaving. They they. Uh, yeah, they actually, some of them they're leaving because the was this before the, or after uh, the the statement, the Iraqi government's decision? No, it was before. Mm. before because uh, last night there's some uh, attack on the U.S. base in all over Iraq, and uh, some base they move on to Syria. Yeah, to Kamishkli in Syria to be more protected because they know that the Iran they can um, you know make an attack directly on this this specific mm. place in the north of Syria, yeah, which is not controlled by uh, Bashar al-Assad. This I place, I think. David, is it the normal um, work uh, the workers of U.S. members of U.S. or is it the troops that are leaving? Uh, what's the troops? The troops. Yeah, as a troops. Oh, okay. But but I think yesterday America um, announced a, sta a state of emergency. And requested any Americans yeah, to to leave. to leave, but it, it was it yeah. was before any person now. Even UK did. Yeah, I think even the UK did. And they said they said no one to travel to Iraq. Uh, yeah, at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say, David? It was even before yesterday. Mm. Since the attack of the embassy, they asked uh, all the the US citizenship to leave. Yeah, and I think around the same time, Hezbollah announced for. Um, for any of uh, of their um, supporters or um, even troops to stay away from American, um, I should have the quote before I quote it. Yeah, they they, they have to no every Iraqi citizen, yes, everyone in one. Iraq to stay away from uh, the U.S. base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. U.S. base exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's happened. It was yesterday, and it's happened uh, this previous night. Yeah, the yeah. They said something like keep one thousand meters. Yeah, one thousand meters. One thousand meters away. Yeah. So that's the Iraqi. That's the Iraqi government's position. They're telling uh, they want America out completely. We'll have to see what happens and and how Trump reacts to that. Obviously, Trump's uh, going on a wild one on Twitter. You know, I have to just mention before I, I go yeah. on to the next point here, as a side note, even though it's not really a side note, I'm just I I'm always taken aback by the the situation that I'm just sitting at home on Twitter, and I'm reading the one of the well the most powerful leader in the world tweeting about. This kind of these kind of stuff. It's like I'm. I don't know if what world I'm living in anymore. It, it's, yeah, so, it's for me. It's so strange, mm. and it, it's if, how, of course how childish it is. Firstly, but how reckless it is. How mm. are we sitting? I'm just thinking. Like take it back to the, like the days when we were on MySpace or the old social media in the initial times. Could you imagine a day where you'd be on social media and you'd have the most powerful man tweeting and even the sentence he says, you know, the grammatically upside down, capital letters bold. <laughs> saying the most, you know, immature, um, irresponsible things that one could do in, in in these situations, we live in a strange time. Really, we live in a strange time. But that's part of the strategy. Yeah, <laughs> great strategy. Does Trump have a strategy? Um, yeah, I was reading an article I, the other day. I think he has. <laughs> I don't think he has. Yeah, he, he has because what he's done exactly. He, he attacked Iran uh, at this moment because he have uh, in a procedure of impeachment in USA. Yeah, and you want to move the attention from the impeachment to the the war with Iran. It does yeah. a good tactic for him to move from this. I, w I was reading about this actually. The, um, this is there, there's there's um, different things analysts are saying. Right, I even was reading one analyst who literally he thinks that Trump doesn't have uh, a strategy; just acts on impulses, and his team and and the White House are trying to keep him under control. But 
from this angle, when it comes to him trying to detra- detract from the impeachment, yeah. um, this is this is one of the the views that people have, and also because tweet uh, Trump tweeted in it in when um, during Obama's um, campaign. Yeah, yeah. You saw that Trump yeah, tweeted. Yeah. Oh, be nice. If we can. I don't know if Subhan can find it. We didn't prepare it. If you go, if you if you can find uh, Trump's tweet about uh, Obama, there's a lot of articles online about it. Tr- uh, Trump tweeted, and uh, during Obama's campaign, Trump tweeted, uh, um, "Obama is is um, I, I I don't want to misquote it. <laughs> That's the problem. But it was regarding war and how Obama's uh, um, carrying out these actions and 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 whatnot related to war in order to win the campaign." Yeah. Uh, and then people are saying, oh, Trump, what's going on here now in your situation? But then uh, something interesting that I was reading uh, on this topic as well with um, with the Trump trying to use his strategy. The, apparently the statistics, and David, you should know this, you're a statistics guy. Mm. Uh, the statistics show that all the presidents that have done such a thing, it has not helped them um, win any campaign or stay as president or gain any popularity vote. Um, if you look back even the um, um, US-Iraq war in that time, uh, when when the when the when it was when the war was announced and when Bush take, took his stance, there was a spike in support, a, a spike in support. A lot of a lot. Um, can't remember. Yeah. Went up to like eighty four percent. I think I had the statistics here somewhere, but yeah, yeah, w- they support. Yeah, but, but yeah, but, but then, but no, but then it goes. No, but that's the thing. I'm saying if you look at all the past presidents, they, they, there was a study. They looked at all the past presidents, and the spike. There's a spike that comes up, but then it goes down very quickly. Within a month or two, it goes down. Yeah, yeah. There's no long term benefit from it. So that being whether that's Trump's strategy or not, that's a, that's one story. But whether it being even beneficial for him to do, yeah, but history shows to, that it doesn't help him. Yeah, but we have to say some things like uh, there's big difference between what he's done and what the Bush done with Iraq. Yeah, it's like now he will make a war against Iran, but I don't think he will send troops and um, right. evade Iran and go in all the land. He will not do it. He will just some point mm. he will attack some place and kill some people. Well, they, they sent three thousand troops, didn't they? Towards, That's towards. Yeah, of course, but That's not. Uh, it's it's a step in the wrong direction. Yeah, but he, I, I don't think he will. Uh, it won't escalate beyond. Yeah, that. yeah, he don't want to escalate. I do have questions about escalation. One one brother asked on, but um, I want to cut in here. Um, I want to quickly mention because I want I want to ask you guys again about this escalation situation. What where is it going? And again, we titled the podcast World War Three, and uh, a lot of people are uh, concerned about what will happen. Uh, you know, even if not, if even if it's not World War Three, you know, in the definition of World War Three, it could escalate to something else. That's what people are concerned about. Before we do that, I want to just speak about the context here, the history between uh, Iran and America, uh, Iran and USA, um, in terms of their tension. I have a quick timeline here. I want to breeze through it, um, just so we can understand why why this tension exists. I mean, if we go back from uh, nine uh, back to 1953, there was the overthrow. Um, if you guys recall, um, Mossadegh uh, overthrown by the CIA. Um, so we have we have we have that from from such a long time ago, and you can imagine that that has a lot of history and, and tension there. Then moving forward to 1979, the Iranian Revolution happened, um, and then that led on to 1979 um, or 1980. Yeah, the, the story about the embassy. Yeah, exactly. 1980. I think 1980, 1981. Yeah, they're still very angry. 52, <laughs> 52 hostages. The 52 hostage crisis, and that's what Trump was tweet, tweet, tweeting about. Yeah, the 52. Yeah. Yeah, and I think David, you bring that tweet up for us after um, about what Trump actually said. Going back, it's Trump. Trump's going back to 1980, and then bringing up old old wounds. Uh, moving 
Beyond that, you have 1985, 19. So something to mention, yeah. Trump is uh, more than 70 years old. So for him, it's... it's is he really that old? Yeah. Wow. He's like uh, 73 or something like that. So he, he's not so young. So for him, something like that, it's something he, he right. has lived this, uh, yeah. this moment. Yeah, that's, that's a he good He was point. adult at this moment. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. you are 40 now and you... Yeah, that's true. That's true. And beyond that, you have 1986, uh, the Iran-Contra scandal where U.S. secretly shipped weapons to the Iranian government. Mm -hmm. um, whatever the reasons may be, that's another discussion, but that scandal happened. I think it was Reagan at the time, the president. Uh, yeah. and there was a big scandal there that got him into big trouble. Um, uh, was, yeah. Reagan, was Reagan impeached? I'm, for, I'm forgetting. One of, was it Reagan who was impeached? Cause, um, I can't remember. Anyways, um, I think it might have been. Uh, 90, similar to Trump now that we're seeing. Uh, 1988, uh, US, U.S. shoot down Iranian passenger plane killing mostly Iranian pilgrims to Mecca. Yeah. That was a tragic, tragic more, situation. More than 200 people. Yeah, 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 200 people. And I think most they, most of them were pil pilgrims to Mecca, Iranian yeah. pilgrims to Mecca. That was, that, was, um, that was a heartbreaking situation. 2002, President George Bush and, uh, denounces Iran as part of the axis of evil. Everyone hears this term, axis yeah. of evil, coined by Bush this in 2002. He, he made link between Al-Qaeda and Iran. Yeah, exactly. He said that the same people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A actually... And North Korea. It was at the same time yeah. he, 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 he classed both of them, axis of evil, North yeah, Korea yeah, and Iraq. Yeah. Uh, that was President uh, Bush. Uh, two f the, in the two th um, beyond that, in the 2000s, you have US accuses Iran of building a nuclear weapons program. Uh, then you have 2013, which is, I think this is a positive point, Iran, US and Iran close a nuclear deal, if you guys remember. Yeah, the, it was 2015. Was it 2015? Yeah, exactly. The, mo the moment when they signed the- Yeah, with Obama, they, they signed the nuclear deal, but then Trump comes along in 2018 and throws it out the window. Um, that would, that caused a big up a big uprising and a lot of um, anger. And that that would, that's when that's when the tensions really begun. That's when yeah, the, ten yeah. uh, well, there's always been tensions, but that's when tensions escalated in, in, in our recent but, period. But before Trump, at the moment when Obama came, he, he made the agreement with the it was, yeah. There's no tension. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was, it was, it was okay. a good situation. Yeah, yeah, it was a good situation. And the economy go up and mm, everything mm, go up. Mm. And Trump just stomped his foot on it. And, and another point people are saying is Trump now with all these, Trump basically applying now maximum pressure. This is apparently his strategy to apply maximum pressure to Iran yeah. is to get them back in a place where he can negotiate a deal he wants and yeah. that he likes to push Iran back into into a place where that can that negotiation can can start again um but that that caused uh, of course tensions and then we have 2019 and that was the year of you know tension really going up the roof us uh, accusing Iran for the six oil tanker explosions yeah uh, Iran shoots down us military drone over the strait of, of uh, Hormuz if i'm pronouncing that correctly yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just been worse and worse until we find ourselves now in our position. Um, assassination of Qasem Soleimani and um, the situation getting much worse with Iran, putting up the the red flag of... Jamkaran. Jamkaran. The, the, Jamkaran the, Mosque the, in Qum. Yeah, the red flag of uh, vengeance or the, yeah. or the red flag of war. I don't know, I heard different terms. And that was something very symbolic and worrying. Um, but... Uh, if I if I can so with that brief history now we find ourselves in this context how deep does the American Iranian proxy go um, we always hear this proxy war term it's become something you know that everyone's talking about in these days and it's something of course very legit and something that's very crude if one reads about it um, this maneuver it's a direct attack um, yeah 
direct attack. You know, yeah, that's there's, no, there's no proxy they, involved no, here. They, now they break the proxy war. But tell us a bit about the proxy, David. Uh, they were doing proxy war in Syria, in a lot of places, in uh, yeah. all the Middle East. Iran mm. is the specialist of the proxy war in mm. all the Middle East. They never go themselves. Just, for example, in Syria, they just, the Soleimani got to come to, to Syria to command the troop of the Syrian people and uh, all the militia. Mm. But they don't send, like, the official uh, army of Iran. Yeah. Never. Yeah. They don't say that. All the, really the special aid of the proxy war. But now with the this attack, the, the proxy war is broken. You have you have proxy wars, you have with uh, Assad, you have through, uh, through Hezbollah, Iraq, through... Everywhere, the Liban, Lebanon through also. Yemen, the Houthis. Yeah, I agree. Lebanon. I mean, you have the... The Iranians have experience from the 80s, mm. you know, with uh, with Lebanon, with the war with Lebanon, and then, you know, they made Hezbollah. Uh, so they have more experience than anyone else. Yeah. And Soleimani is the best guy at doing that in the Middle because East. Because he yeah. was in all he this moment, he was there. Yeah. All of this. Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, Iran, if Iran decides to attack America, they won't. I, I highly doubt they will attack from Iran. They will use the militias in um in yemen in syria in iraq yeah probably even everywhere. in africa yeah yeah they have militias everywhere i think that's how they will but retaliate what, the, what they won't they won't go head to head people that's america. what that's what people worrying say now with this direct attack and such a bold attack on on a key figure like Soleimani, people are worried now the proxy days are over and now we go into the new phase where might do, yeah. where we have in this confrontational, yeah. it, it, it even if it doesn't go full out, you know, as 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 people are worried about. I think I could th be a new a new phase, a new a new era in terms I of. I think their it war. all matters on the retaliation. If Iran, you know, retaliates really really heavily, heavy, mm. Trump can't sit down and watch. Mm. Then you know, America will retaliate really heavy, and then it will, a war will start off. Mm. And Iran is fi are finding themselves in a difficult situation. If they do not retaliate, yeah. you know, they've got a lot of these supporters who, who support this Soleimani guy. You know, they're waiting mm. for vengeance. Yeah. And you've got Khamenei coming out and also saying, you know, we are, we are, gonna, uh, we are going to avenge him. Mm. So something must happen. Something's definitely going to happen. It's yeah. just how big it is. And eventually it will probably lead into a war. Yeah. Well, Inshallah not. I mean, we 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 pray. That's not that's not sure. We don't know at this point what the. It's not clear. Uh, but I just clear. I just want to say we pray, and of course, all the Muslims and the, and uh, anyone who has any belief in in, uh, in a higher power, we pray that the region doesn't spiral out of control. No, of course. And we can all we can all be as optimistic as we want and say you know because we, we don't have, know. We have nothing sure. to win in that. We have nothing to win. Yeah, nothing, nothing at all to win, and, and so much to lose, and so much to lose, and that area, and especially the Iraqi people. I mean, we can we can talk about that region as, uh, as a I whole, mean, but yeah, Iraq has they that they've just, just how, a whole country. They've never had any peace. It's just mm. one war after another, one war say, after another. Say, did you see that video yesterday? There was a guy I think posted it, uh, maybe in, in a group that we're in, where some guy has a piece of paper and he has Iraq in the middle. Yeah, and he has yeah, these yeah, countries. Yeah, he 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 has all these countries surrounding Iraq, and he's written in the paper, and he says, and he's like, uh, this country. And he's, it's, the way he's done it is, yeah, is yeah, really yeah. smart. This is it this country, problem with, this problem with country. that country, so they attacked so they attack this Iraq, country, yeah. which is Iraq. And then this other country has a problem with that country, so they at attacked Iraq. And he keeps going, and it's all, it's all legit what he's saying. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. usually just, Iraq is there in the middle just being bombarded left, right, and center. And we pray that Allah protects and, and relieves this, this, um, this uh, nation from these problems. But I want to go into uh, the point about... Um, Trump's uh, strategy, because uh, and what reactions we've seen now. So um, we have uh, we have 
various things happening. We have a tweet from Trump, actually. I don't know if... Do you have the up, David, to read out for us? Uh, Trump actually tweeted um, something really... Um, really... Um, which preposterous. Which tweet is it? The one when he when he brings up the, the hostages. Um, oh, yeah. He brings up the hostage situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have it here. If someone can find it so we can read it. Um, oh, wait, I think I don't here. Yeah, here it is. I'll just I'll read it for you guys. Uh, Trump tweets... Let this serve as a warning, capital capital letters, warning, all caps, that if Iran strikes any Americans or American assets, we have targeted 52 Iranian sites, representing the 52 American hostages taken by Iran many years ago. Some at a very high level and important to Iran and the Iranian culture. Um, that's a problem there, Iranian culture, he's saying. And those targets and Iran itself, and this is all caps now, will be hit very fast and very hard, all caps. I don't even know what to say to this. The USA wants no more threats, exclamation mark. Trump's tweeted, uh, oh, that's Trump's tweet. Uh, there we go. Trump's tweet on uh, social media. I think there was a second part, but I don't have that here. But that was the main thing. I mean, just like, what a child. What what an absolute child. I mean, I can understand from a nation's perspective that you need to show this, you know, fierce side to your, you know, the way you play politics or in order to, you know, pressure back and all this kind of stuff they do to... To try and this, this tug of war, but the, the way he the, does it, is the silly. way the way the thing is, people it's immature. Get, I, I think people it's get reckless. on his nerves really quickly. It was the Iranian general that said, "We are, you know, we can target thirty-five different locations." Wasn't it? Wasn't that after? No, no, no. It was before. Uh. It was before he he the Iran one of the oh, Iranian right, right, generals. Right. I don't know. I think it's the new guy who who took over from yeah. Soleimani. It, it was just it was him. just after the killing of Soleimani. Yeah. Right? He yeah. said yeah. we're ready. We're ready to target thirty five yeah. different American, American bases, bases mm. in the Middle East. And I think that and then Trump came back with Trump this. Trump came yeah. back with this. Yeah, he goes. We're it's like it's like in the high school playground. This one comes yeah. out. This one comes out. Yeah, you know what? Right. Reminds me. At least do it in through official means. Yeah, go ahead. It's like when kids go on and they, sh- they show off to their friends. Like, yeah, you look. I- I've got a better card than yours. Yeah. Trump <laughs> is literally like that. Really, I don't know. Like, you know, he, look, it's known. He, he's a he's a sociopath. Like, it's yeah. known. Did you see he, his tweet for uh, today's tweet that he has done? No, I didn't see this. What the one, the one I read was that. No, it's another what, one. It's, it's just uh, thirteen hours ago. Go on, go on. <laughs> he says like, okay, the United States just spent two trillion dollars on military equipments. We are the biggest and by far the best in the world. If Iran attacks an American base or any American, we will be sending some of the brand new, beautiful equipment their way. Yeah, and you got you got. I'm sure all the comments with the the nationalists. Yeah, Trump, greatest. Yeah, man of the world. yeah, of course. This is people's lives, man. This is this is people's lives we're talking about. I know. We're we and he he. I don't even. I, I'm just the the thing that gets to me in this tweet, specifically that one I wrote, is where he mentioned Iranian culture. I know. This is where people start getting um, yeah, yeah. annoyed. This is going down the road of a war crime if you're targeting cultural things. You know. Yeah. And yeah. what, what I don't know what he's referring to. If we can, we can only guess when he's talking about Iranian culture. He can I mean, talk about a lot of things. They have a lot of monuments, a lot of cultural things. But he can he can talk also about shrine or all the place yeah. for us. That's yeah. that. Those I are mean, the biggest cultural I things mean, that are, that exist. Politically, politically, he's 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 been very stupid. Mm. Um, yeah. Few months ago, you know, this demonstrations they started happening in Iraq. Um, most of the Shia started to hate. You know the Iranian regime and their influence in mm. in Iraq. They even want imagine Karbala, Karbala city, yeah, which is a strong Shia city. Mm. They came out and they burned down the Iranian consulate. That's how much they had enough. Yeah, of, the, yeah. of Iran in Najaf city. That's another holy site. You know, another holy. Yeah. 
they burned the Iranian uh, embassy or consulate like three times. Yeah, three times. Mm. So you know, you were um, Iran was losing their influence in Iraq. Mm. Literally, they were losing mm. their influence. For them, for him to come and do this now, you get you know the mm. Iraqi people are you can they're a bit of emotional people. Yeah. Their emotions are getting involved. Yeah. You know they're not looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. The way they're looking at oh my god, America just came into our country without our yeah. permission. I'm, I'm trying. Know, I, did see, an airstrike, see, mm. and now Iran Iran is taking that advantage. Iran doesn't go to the Iraqi people and tell them you know they don't speak to them in that language where they say you know we're here for our personal interest. We came and defended mm. you guys. We, def- we we came to help you guys with ISIS for our own personal interest to defend I to you know to be ISIS in Iraq. Just close ISIS, close to the mic, Sid. Close to the mic. Because yeah. ISIS will get into ISIS after will go will start moving to Iran. They don't they don't use that language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Iran will go there mm. and they'll play with people's emotion. Oh, we came here to protect the holy sites of Karbala. We came here to protect the holy sites yeah. of Imam Ali. We came here to defend you guys. Mm. We came to defend your. And at women. the same time, they use they start using that language. Yeah, and then you know. Um, and the people of Iraq, in the in, in the last year, they started to realize, you know, this was all a game. Iran's here for their own agendas. You know, there's no jobs. There's a lot of problems in Iraq. Mm. And mm. for Donald Trump to go and do this move is yeah. just dumb. Trump now he might have lost Iraq. To be honest, to be, with say you. that's he why that's why I want to say like, I'm trying to figure out what if there was a strategy. They, what was it? Because one of the things you know, there's a there's a there's a phrase they call uh, rally round the flag, when like a leader kind of makes a, a stance or, or declares war or you know points at an enemy and says charge, the people generally see them rally round and there's this like sort of uh, unification of the people and this new new um, this new uh, found uh, passion. But it seems like it's worked in the inverse. We we see in that more from um, from from Iran's side. We've seen that more from Iran's side. If you look at now, there's there's this sort of re, real like uprising of people coming f- together, uh, commemorating Soleimani. Uh, this yeah, it's uh, work. It's yeah, it's like it's working the inverse. So I don't know what their plan is because it's definitely it can't have been that. And I mean, anyone could have anyone would have deduced that that w- that would be the case. It's not hard to figure out that that would be the case. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, it's I don't know. Support to to Iran. That's that's good thing for them. It seems to have been a good thing for them. Yeah, yeah. it might. The thing is, it could it could be um, Iran. Iran was probably Iran was probably itching for this to happen. To be honest, you know, after the sanctions um, uh, Donald Trump did on on Iran, um, Iran was you know a lot of people started turning against their own government. Mm. You know, people are starving. Mm. There's no jobs. There's no food. Mm-hmm. So um, Iran said, you know, Iran Iran will then. I think it was Qasem Soleimani under his orders where they fired those yeah. rockets. And these things have been happening all the time. You know, mm. every time America um, um, America does something to Iran, Iran will piss them off. They'll go send, you know, the, a terrorist group in Afghanistan to do a little move to, you know, to, to, to piss them off or in Iraq for a few missiles or in Syria. Mm. And I think they just got on Donald Trump's nerves and yeah. he just decided, he goes, you know what? I'm gonna go take this guy out, and it was stupid. You know why? It was you know, really, really stupid. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know why? Um, and maybe it's not going off your topic, uh, Sayed. I'm just something just came to me, which I was seeing. I was seeing at home the other day. Uh, it might have been this morning or yesterday, and I was going through different articles and whatnot, and I see one picture come up with with Trump um, 
th- we're doing a thumbs up. He's inside of a car and he's doing a thumbs up, and he's got like I think he's got glasses on, and you know he's wearing probably his golf his golf outfit because he just come from golf, mm. and you don't see all his face like his shadow on half his on like quarter of, um, a third of his face, and you see his face coming out from the shadows of the car, and he's got like a very sinister smile, and he's got a thumbs up, and he's playing golf, and he this is during this period during this mess now that's happened during this chaos. He's gone off to play golf, and he's po- poking his head out of the cars with a. Ve- like it's a very creepy smile. If you go look at the video, this is all a game for him. If you go look at that 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 picture, I was looking and I was staring at it, and it hit me, and I was I was just like, this person is a sociopath. He is psychotic. He's insane. During all this chaos, he's he's got this uh, creepy smile on. Thumbs up as well. Thumbs up. Like yeah, come on. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why this guy's uh, still in, this, in the place he's in. You've got, you've got a lot of crazy people at the moment. You've got, <laughs> you've got our, you've got our prime minister now, Boris Johnson, who is on holiday for twelve days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna definitely join in. Um, yeah. You've what? got Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, who's yeah. reaching for this. He's definitely gonna join in. Um, These psychotic got, leaders. You've got, you've got another psychotic leader who butchered. Someone in an embassy in a foreign country's yeah. embassy, um, and everyone continued on with their lives the like Saudi, nothing happened. Yeah, the Saudi Arabia, and you've got the Emirati, uh, you know, Prince King, whatever there, yeah. wherever he is. Um, he's itching for this war, and you've got Khamenei, yeah. who's another lunatic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you expect? What do you expect to happen? Yeah. It's it's, it's going to be a war, one hundred percent, from yeah. my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it's it seems like the 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 leaders. Are becoming more the, the leaders that are elected are becoming more and more psychotic. I mean, before you had criminals taking the place of leadership, but they at least like they were, you could say they were sane to some degree. You, you mm. know, they presented themselves in a proper way, and but now it's like they are they're criminals, but they're also mentally ill and they're psychotic. This is like representing the illness that's that's spreading in this world. The more the more. Secular and further away from from uh, Allah and further away from religion as a whole, the more illnesses. I'm talking about mental, physical, um, sorry, mental and spiritual illnesses, um, and that's kind of being mirrored over into who we're electing for our leaders. Yeah, you can never imagine someone like Trump being elected 20 years ago, but now it's mm-hmm. something very possible. Oh uh, well, not, I mean, very real. Um, but brother Ahmed, do you have any questions from YouTube? Uh, we've neglected YouTube chat. I feel a bit bad. Um, well, there is one, one uh, brother asked a question and he said, what is our view on Soleimani? Mm. Was he was he a genuinely observant Muslim? Well, I mean, I'll let, I think maybe you have some words on this, Ahmed, but we, as, as our stance is known. We don't support America and we don't support um, uh, Iran or their generals or their or, or yeah, anyone that is, is uh, acting on their behalf. Mm. Um, we don't support either, and we have a we have a um, we have the um, uh, the statement of Sheikh Al Habib here in English. I'll read it out um, in a moment, but that's our stance really. And this is maybe something important to mention, and uh, I will mention this because again, our channel is a religious channel. We're primarily focused on religion. We are doing this topic today regarding politics because it's just so relevant and important, yeah. and it influences and affects the Shia uh, in that region and worldwide. All of the Shia, basically, and even the non-Shia. I mean, again, uh, in, in the sense that we care about all innocent people, but 
we don't we 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 will not um go into the next life with um the support of criminals on our on our shoulders and it's an important thing for the shia to keep in mind that our religion has taught us not to um not to compromise and support people just because they call themselves shia to to call yourself shia or to act as a shia or to represent the shia religion or to or to say you represent the shia religion isn't enough to to earn our support and when i say our i mean us as the the general masses the general shia um across the globe whoever we direct our support to we give them the power the power comes from us supporting them they don't they don't come they don't come inherently with power uh, or power given to them directly by allah like the masumin or authority sorry so we should be careful who we give our um our support to uh, our stance is clear and it, our stance has always been clear and we've rema- we maintained this stance and and in this in this here that we do not support Khamenei we do not support the Iranian regime we support the the masses in Iran the general population in Iran mm. we we love them and we support them and we hope for the best for that country as well as the Iraqi nation but likewise we don't support the Iranian the Iraqi government we don't support the uh, the uh, the American government of course we don't support the American government we don't support the british government we don't support israel we don't support as well hamas at the same time um we don't support any of these uh, groups they are all and it's very clear one doesn't need to be an expert in the, in these areas to know they are all criminals in this area mm. and at the same time because we are against uh, the, uh, or because we do not support the iranian regime or we do not support khamenei does that mean we support trump's attack on uh soleimani uh, no of course not no. that that attack that attack was reckless that attack was uh, irresponsible and it was something very uh very wrong but um yeah is there another question Ahmed, or shall i go into Sheikh i mean Hafiz? just just to yeah, elaborate on, yeah, on soleimani um people the shia they really really need to understand i mean iran everything they're doing is all, is for their own political interests mm. that's it yeah like how can you not see it i mean if you look at soleimani um in the um, you know years back he was in afghanistan he was supporting one of the terrorists he's got a picture in fact one of who, these who terrorists this? This? um what's his name ahmed this terrorist guy uh, killed a lot of shia ahmed shah masood Ahmed no. Shah. I missed who, who's with who, who is very like in the, in the ah, Soleimani, yeah. 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 Soleimani was supporting this guy and this guy massacred the Shia. Mm. Massacred. But yeah. people don't know about this. Mm. You know the Shia they don't they don't actually see this. They just say, "Oh god, look, Soleimani came in. We mm. he helped us defeat ISIS, mm. this and that." Okay, if you want to use this 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 logic, mm. all right, look at oh George Bush came in and he got rid of Saddam. If it wasn't for George Bush, Saddam would still be in power. Do we and support George Iranian, Bush now? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not supporting. Yeah, we don't. We don't support George Bush. Yeah. yeah. For George Bush came in and he got rid of Saddam Hussein for you. He then you were allowed to come into Iraq. If it wasn't for George mm. Bush, you wouldn't have stepped a foot mm. in Iraq. Mm. Soleimani wouldn't have stepped a foot in Iraq. No one would have stepped a foot in Iraq. So what? We're gonna go? We're gonna say, oh Lord, you know. Mm. protect George Bush for the savior <laughs> of Iraq you know he came in yeah. to help us and come on like just just use leave your emotions aside yeah yeah if, literally yeah. just yeah. ask uh, ask all the Shia leave your emotions aside and just use your logic the, and the, think rash- about the, the rational thing which you're trying yeah, to say no no it's mm. not only that and and fair enough mm. uh Soleimani Iran they did came they did they did help Iraq um the Iraq people 
to defeat ISIS. But then what? You turn around and you want 10 times more return? Mm. Iran comes and helps you and then they want 10 times more in return. We want mm. this, we want that, we want yeah. this. And then they, you know... Yeah, just like any other political uh, parties. No, from any no, other yeah, 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 but Iran are demanding too much. Yeah. They're demanding too much. They've they've taken over Iraq. Mm. They've literally taken over Iraq. Well, yeah. that's their plan. I think, I think, I think say, the rational thing that the Shia need to do and uh, all people need to do is yeah. you c- it can be possible that you can identify the good things the person has done Without being, uh, uh, without becoming biased and, and and allowing that good thing to make a decision in terms of that whole personality and that whole character, um, you know, we are Shia. We uh, we denounce uh, Omar ibn Khattab. We denounce uh, the the caliphate, the false caliphate system that came beyond. But they uh, they did spread Islam in many places in many regions. Mm. Forgetting the method they're doing, that specifically yeah. is something that could be argued. Islam reached various places across the world. Now, do we accept them as people? We this is the point as Shia we know we have this principle we know this thing that a character is judged overall we don't take a specific angle and a specific um, um, uh, thing they've done no matter how grand that thing might be if yeah. we look at the overall person and make our judgments in line with the teachings of the Bayt I, I want to read Sheikh's uh, statement here and just one sentence from me before I do is that let us be careful we don't want to enter the next life with uh, blood on our hands for supporting uh, criminals and supporting uh, mass murderers. So let's be careful with that point and inshallah Allah, may Allah guide us all. Shaykh Habib's statement here, I'll read it and I'll see if uh, brothers or anyone in the YouTube chat has any comments. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you again, Ahmed. Uh, have, a, have a skim through the YouTube chat if you find anything interesting. Sure, of course. Uh, and you know. to the viewers generally, uh, we did get a good reaction from the Q&A podcast we done um, last time. So we'll be doing one. Hopefully the plan is to do one once uh, once a month or once every two months, it's not clear. Um, hopefully, we'll announce that, and uh, we'll be more interacting with you guys on the on the chat uh, in future podcasts. Sheikh Al Habib statement here. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa alihi al-Tayyibin al-Tahirin wa ajil farajhum ala nadaahum ajma'in. Several questions have reached us with regards to the Sheikh's stance towards the recent American strike that targeted Iranian and Iraqi military leaders surrounding Baghdad International Airport. Sheikh al-Habib condemns violent operations that lead to ignite the fire of war and expose oppressed nations to their calamities. And he considers the recent American strike as being such a reckless operation. He considers similarly the provocative strikes performed by the Iranian regime and its proxies in Iraq and the region. He condemns condemns both parties simultaneously and directs a message to both the rampant Trump and the tyrant Khamenei. The souls of, and this is the quotation here, the souls of innocence are not a game, says Sheikh al-Habib. You may combat each other and clear your accounts far from the nations of the region. He hopes that the level of adamancy, uh, end quote there, he hopes that the level of adamancy in both quarreling parts does not reach the level of entering the region into a new sequence of devastating war whose price will be paid by the innocents and the weak. He warns that turning Iraq into a field of vengeance and clearing accounts between quarreling parts, Iraq is sufficient with what it what it already has. He supplicates to Allah, the All High, the the All Omnipotent, to hasten the relief of our Master, the awaited Mahdi. May Allah's blessings be upon him, in order that the, in order that the whole world may be graced with safety, justice, and peace. The office of Sheikh Al Habib. 
the minor land of Fadak. That Sheikh statement, um, translated by Sheikh Basil, may Allah reward him. Thank you for translating that for us. And uh, yeah, in my view, a balanced statement. And um, this is this is really the position that we all Shia should, should take. Yeah, and this is I mean this is a position that one doesn't need Sheikh statement to reach this conclusion that we you know do not support either sides that they are both uh, criminals and that they shouldn't uh, stop these games as it's it's uh, as, as it's not a game the lives of innocent souls as Sheikh Habib mentions is not a game yeah and this is this is simple stuff it's not complicated uh, I really wish and pray the Shia will be more level-headed uh, in their conclusions um, and really one does not have to take a side unless there's a side that we can really say represents justice and uh, justice of Ahlul Bayt So I don't know if anyone had comments on Sheikh's uh, statement um, or if Ahmed any questions here. Uh, what is your opinion on the Iraqi protester who celebrated the death of those two generals? Are these generals considered martyrs for the way they died? OG misfits represent. Uh, the opinion, our opinion on the Iraqi protesters who celebrated the death of these two generals. These Iraqi protesters who celebrate the death have a right to do so. Um, I, I was, I've seen online some people really having a go at them. Uh, why? Uh, if the, I mean, again, people celebrating these two generals' deaths doesn't mean that they support the act of America being alive anymore. If there's people in that region that have suffered through their hands or they've seen their their country uh, re become more unstable or they've seen negative repercussions or they've seen Iranian influence in their country that they are not happy with, then they should very well be happy. And why why shouldn't they celebrate? And at the end day, our position is clear that we uh, do not support um, either side, including the side of these two generals that you referred to. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Catholic, but always respected the Shia Muslims. I have nothing against Iran, Red Pill. That's another comment there. Um, entire Pakistani nation. Yeah, I mean, I think that's from uh, Michael, and uh, he had a question, another question earlier. He just asked, he asked us, "What do you, what do we think is best for Iran? What do you want from Iran?" Um, what do we want from Iran? What do we want from Iran, guys? I just, I just add a, a, a comment from Michael. He said, "I do not take Trump's side." But I'm curious as to what you all have against the leadership of Iran. Now, this topic isn't about us to, to have a go at Iran or to explain the situation of Iran. That's a whole other podcast that we can have. But, um, well, if it's uh, very a brief, quick, very a quick, brief. yeah, go on, go ahead. Okay. Iran is just like, uh, many Sorry, other what was the initial question you had? It was, uh, what do we, what do we want from Iran? Answer, yeah, go, for, go Iran? for that one. What, what do we want from Iran? Say right now in this situation, what should yeah. Iran do? In front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what, what should they do? I mean, uh, for, uh, don't, don't. It's tricky, you know, it's you difficult. Know, you know, pull out, pull out from, from Iraq. You know, let these countries live in peace. Look after your people. Give freedom to your people. You know, let them, let them live their lives. Mm. Stop, stop this tyranny. You know, let let a lot of the there's a lot of prisoners in Iran. You know, a lot of a lot of Ayatollahs are in prison in Iran. Yeah. People don't know that. People think you know the the world. Everyone thinks you know the Shia. All of the Shia are with Iran. No, they're yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, they're not. Iran is a dictatorship country. You know, the tyrant Khamenei is a tyrant. He killed. He massacred a lot of people. Um, 
I mean, you can go on. The list is really, really I think big. the I thing that really the thing that Iran can do, and and yeah, say say it is right because we we will actually address this topic fully in an upcoming podcast on Iran. This is something a lot of people asked us asked from us. Mm. And to Michael, please stay tuned into future episodes. We will be doing this. But I think Iran needs to change its agenda uh, from instead of trying to uh, force itself as the as the power and authority in that region, uh, it needs to take a step back reconsider uh, what it's trying to do and the effects and repercussions of that how far is it willing to go in order to gain dominance in that region and and really rethink that and 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 aim for peace peace is the way forward if their agenda is peace you'll see their strategy will change their agenda right now isn't peace yeah their their, their agenda is dominating that region that's clear that's clear that's clear this is known go to any analyst go to any party other than those who are die hard supporters of of Iran and you can you can know when you see a die hard um, support of Iran online you can tell because it's just so biased and just so you know fantastical the way they describe Iran as this from it's some some holy infallible uh, um, um, uh, regime that's obviously exactly I mean, highly one, exaggerated one, one simple a uh, very simple thing just to answer this question for for us as a Shia if you criticize Iran automatically they'll you know they'll say you're an agent yeah there is you know? no there is no acceptance of, of difference not, of yeah, opinion it's other, they say you know you everyone has heard the chance of yeah. iran death to america death to america you know the whole world knows about this did Which you is know, wrong. did you know they say death to anyone who doesn't follow the ayatollah who doesn't support what ayatollah do do, yeah yeah anyone who doesn't follow ayatollah the ayat their ayatollah khamenei death to him yeah, they say that. I mean, if we got a video, we can show this to the people. You Unfortunately, know, they, they we haven't say, got that. They're they saying got that. death to all of us here. Anyone yeah, who's course. a Shia who doesn't follow Khamenei, they say death. I think to you. I think death to those who oppose it specifically, which yeah. would clap. Yeah, we all oppose it. We yeah. all oppose we, it. We oppose it. We do oppose it. I don't believe you're the representative of uh, of of the of the Imam. Mm. You're the representative of all the Muslims. Yeah. If you're the rep you claim Khamenei claims he's the representative of all Muslims, right? Yeah. Okay, if you are the representative all, of all Muslims, look what China is doing to the Muslims. Michael, you why don't you say nothing to the Michael, Chinese? Michael, you've set, said Mehdi on fire now. Why say? <laughs> uh, why don't? Why doesn't? Why doesn't Khamenei make any statement about China? There is, I don't know. They said China, million, two million, China, China, two million Muslims in China. Yeah, <laughs> China. yeah, in China. Yeah, they're. You haven't seen that by Trump. They're China. Yeah, they're he loves prison. China. Trump loves talking about China. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to finish off with David here. Uh, David, I want to ask you uh, a question that came through mm. via WhatsApp. Uh, um, a viewer asks: Will Russia and China? And sorry, Sayed, I have to say to you, yeah, sure. we're going to be dealing with Iran soon. Uh, I tell you that, inshallah, Taala. Will Russia and China get sucked into this and get themselves involved in another global war? Final question here, David. Wrap it up for us. Absolutely not. Why not? Uh, because the, first of all, we are not going to go for World War Three. Not go for that. Mm. Just maybe some conflict in the region, but no, of course not. The Russia and China they will not uh, step. But, in but don't don't Russia aren't Russia and China competing as world powers against USA? Is yeah, isn't they, this an opportunity they, for they, them they, to they, weaken no. USA? They they make business with both of them, mm -hmm. with Iran and USA. Mm -hmm. So they have no interest of them to step in the, this conflict. Mm. If you watch of the reaction of the China president or Xi Jinping and uh, Putin now, they stay very silent, mm. very quiet actually mm. about that. Because they got benefits from both sides. Yeah. But if they were to ditch one, 
They will never choose one. That's the kind they will of never country choose one they, they, they are very poor that country. They have a lot of power. Mm. So they don't need to choose someone. Mm. They just choose their interest. That's yeah, all. Yeah. So they will not step in. You're 100% sure they will not step in. Mm. Well, that's David's uh, conclusion. World War Three not on the plate, not on the I, table. I think, I think Russia and China will help Iran by supplying them with weapons, mm. supplying them with intelligence. Mm. Uh, that's how far it goes. I I, I highly doubt mm. for them to come in and bring in troops and physically get get involved in uh, in in with 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 this war with Iran. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Ahmed, UK Prime Minister, he just uh, released a short statement. Yeah. That uh, of course I think from his holiday saying that <laughs> uh, we will not lament the Iranian general's death. Okay, sorry, what's he, what's he saying? He said that we will not lament over the Iranian general's death. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but however, mm. same time, we would ask for the matter to de-escalate. Uh, say, uh, sorry, say that last part again. We will. Same time, he is, uh, he is calling for de-escalation. De-escalation, over the, right. Over the uh, issue in the right. in Middle East. The most sensible thing Boris Johnson said. Which depends what, what, what in whose term in Trump's term de-escalation means bomb Iran and all the if, all its military bases that's what I'm saying if, <laughs> if, if America yeah, yeah, yeah. if America decides to go to yeah. war with uh, with Iran we'll get we're getting sucked in 100% Tr- the UK will Tr- join in at yeah, that Tr- Trump said we but we killed Soleimani to prevent a war not start one yeah. well I don't know Which how that makes sense I don't know how that makes sense there's no sense of that but yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up here, guys. Um, David saying no World War Three. Uh, Hasid Mehdi, I th- believe, saying the same. And uh, maybe so is Ahmed Shakuri, if I remember correctly. Uh, we don't really know what's going to happen. How you know We'll have to wait and see. We've seen certain things happen in the past few days. and We we, we just hope nothing happens. We hope, we hope, we hope nothing happens. You know, we hope it what grows we say, over. What we say may Allah protect all the all the people worldwide and whoever's going to, you know, whoever's going to die in this war. If something happens, may God protect all of them. Ilahi and protect... All mankind from you know from this uh, tragedy that will happen very soon. Definitely, may Allah, uh, may Allah protect all the civilians in uh, that area, all the innocent people, the men, women, and children. And we uh, we ask all the viewers make du'a. Du'a is our weapon, and it's uh, something that may is. Allah, uh, may Allah hasten the appearance. May Allah hasten the appearance of Imam Mahdi. And that's the real solution. That's the real solution is our Imam Ali Salam. The one that who can solve the world problems we face is no one but other than him. And uh, we need to fulfill our part as usual. We uh, advise the uh, viewers to do everything you can to hasten the reappearance of the Imam. If you're interested in knowing how, check out our channel. We have many videos on this topic and many more to come. Thank you for joining us today on the Half of the Round Table. And we'll see you next time. Imanullah.
الحسين الأئمة الأطهار